Hello and welcome to the RSL Random Fan Podcast. The podcast for Real Salt Lake fans of every age and level of knowledge, uh, soccer knowledge, and experience. Regardless of playing. Yeah, whether or not you've played the Regardless game. Regardless of how much playing time you get in the Real game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Regardless of if coach puts you in or leaves you on the bench. So, it's another episode. We, uh, at the game, it was RSL versus LAFC. I am your host, Brian Goble, joined by the irritated... Brennan Goble. And Tyler Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we man. I think it's it's an irritating game. Um, I think we we watch the game, we we show up, we chant, we yell, we scream, and they beat us by three goals. So you know, <laughs> that's never fun. Uh, I think the worst part is that in the first half we actually played pretty well, and we were still down two zero at half. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that sucks. I, <laughs> like I'm sorry, that just is. We were we were talking about it a- after the game, but it was kind of the thought process going into the game when we were walking out I was walking out with Brennan and it's like well it's kind of like what we expected and that we were talking about yeah like it well was... I know the point I was gonna make is like doing this podcast as we were talking about oh has yeah. made us a little better fans because we look at the game a little bit different rather than when we I used to less emotional less emotional and more it's more enjoyable to mm-hmm. watch the game with a little less emotion but maybe it's it's Wait, more a little pro- more maturity it might, maybe perhaps <clears throat> a little more maturity but a little more a properly placed emotion uh, well i think it's i think it's the actual love for the team you know what i mean yeah. like when we talked to brandon it was it was kind of like his vibe right now it's like win or lose he's still going to go out there <clears throat> and it didn't it doesn't affect his mood and i think that's what we've started to learn is that we're really truly loving it yeah, and I think that I think that maturity comes. That is a great way to put it. Not that we are any uh, more mature as humans, but maybe we're we're not even what you guys should have just heard the conversation we had before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you would not think that we were mature humans, but it's okay. Let's carry on because you know that penalty kick was not a mature call either by the ref. I think he just. Decided he didn't like Vera, and so if anything got close, he was just going to call oh, a PK. Oh, buddy, that was soft. Well, it could be a makeup call, because we'll get into that in the first half, because that first one he didn't call was Stone Cold yes. PK. But back to that, maturing as fans, but also maturing as a fan base. We talked about that last week, too, getting to the point where, you know, you don't have to yell, ref, you suck every game. Come on. I don't know. But, I think when the, when the worst call of the game comes, I think that's when you do it. I think when you're on your fifth time of <laughs> that chant, you need to think of something else. Yeah, let's come up with something else. Like, pro, bench this guy. So, I don't know, something a little more creative. We want Tori. <laughs> I was just going to say that. We want Tori. Bring on so, Tori Pence. So, yeah, so I, that's kind of my thought process going into the game was this is where RSL is not above the playoff line. They're not a playoff team. They've got a roster that's either right at the playoff line or right below the playoff line, if you look at it, going up against the defending MLS champs who are just a juggernaut, an incredibly well-put-together team. They didn't even have their two starting center backs. I don't think they had their starting goalie. Nope. But they are a great team. They've done an amazing job putting a team together. 
We talked about Elie Sanchez. Oh, that guy was so good. Yeah, man. and Kansas City just let him go. Well, two seasons. I mean, ago. to be fair, he put in his time, and then he became a free agent, and then they went and got Walter or Voltaire, if you want to call him that, and uh, and they thought they were getting an upgrade, but really, Elie Sanchez can just put a ball to anyway. a man running full speed. Oh, that anywhere was, on the field. Oh, that was pretty. I, I hate to say how pretty that was, that though. Was, that I was mean, rough. You're like, oh, But man. if he scores on that, and it's like, oh, he put that right in the corner. I mean, off McMath's hand. Is but, that the first goal? Yeah, yeah first goal. but it was beautiful. Like, that sucks, but well, let's, yeah. it was kind of cool. <laughs> so we, we get into the game, and it looked like RSL came to play. Yeah. I mean, it looked like the first, before the goal, I thought RSL was kind of setting setting the table for their own possible goals. I mean, it, it looked like it was going back and forth. People were came out to play. Nobody was sitting back, and oh, we're going to have a good game, and then all of a sudden. Well, I think that boom. showed the poise of LAFC because I think the game plan was is to start out fast, try to get a goal within the first 15 minutes, kind of change the dynamic. Um, but LAFC was just comfortable. Like it was, It didn't feel like they were really stressed, and our chances weren't quality chances like they got. I yeah. mean – well, if you have a record of 10 wins, one loss, and zero draws against a team, I don't think you're coming in nervous. No, yeah. and it and, definitely showed. And the, the crappy part, because you want to hate them, right, when they're that good, you want to like find reasons to hate them. Um, if you're emotional. Yeah, you're if not, you're an emotional fan, right? Yeah. You, you want to like find reasons mature, to dislike them. Yeah, we're so it, mature. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so mature. Um, it, but uh, you want to, you kind of want to dislike him. But like you, you watch Ilya Sanchez and the way he he behaves himself on the field, on and off, even with fouls and everything. Like, man, that guy's classy. Like, I want our team to act like that. You know, like when we're winning, be classy. When we're losing, be classy. But also, I kind of want to see him kick people too. So ah, it's, it's, it's conflict, <laughs> well, really, right? Yeah. Well, him on the ball, it felt like he was. He had so much time. You know what I mean? Like it felt like he was, yeah. he he was in control of his whole position. Like he was very comfortable. And then off the ball, he was orchestrating really, really well. I just feel like their midfield was so strong. And I weren't they running a four four two just like us? Pretty much. But they were running it way better. They kind of they they say they have three forwards with Bonga and Poku on the outsides. Oh yeah, but they are so quick and man. Vera down the middle. But Vera sometimes Vera. I said Vera. It, it, that's not his name. It's a uh, Vela. Vela. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he kind of acts as a ten sometimes, and he'll drop back, and it's kind of like they're playing two forwards at that point. But they on paper say they have three. So well, let's go to our starting lineup. We kind of. Oh, got away from that real yeah, quick. Yeah, way to oh, host, wait. man. Way to host. <laughs> we, I think this is the latest we've ever done the starting lineup. I mean, yeah. we're, we're always talking about the game, but still. So we got McMath and goal, and then we had um, pretty much this almost the same starting lineup as the week before. But Oviedo, Vera, Glad, Brody, Savarino, Ojeda, Ruiz, and Chang. Ruiz sat out. Nope, it was Gomez. Not start. It was Gomez. Oh, Gomez, excuse me. Uh, but Ruiz didn't start last week. He was sitting out for the red card. We had Caldwell right. in there, little Stevie Rogers, mm-hmm. and Musovski and Rubin. But uh, didn't Jockison start last week? Or was that in the Open Cup? That was the Open, open Cup. Game. Yeah, because Demir also started too. And then on the bench, we had Jockison, Berton, 
and Julio, Krylock, Caldwell, Chang, Hidalgo, Anelli, Pierre, and Beavers. So a couple guys dropped there, um, like Luna. Luna dropped. He's off to the U20 World Cup, and so is Moises Nyman. Yeah, good for those two, huh? Uh, I think uh, Luna is actually going to play, and Nyman is, is an this, alternate. Yeah, he is an alternate. Yeah. So, yeah. So those were our starting lineups. And, and lineup. a couple of clubs across MLS did not release their players. There were A lot of teams across the world didn't release their U20 players. Yeah, that's always a concern when they go to the U20 World Cup. There's some um, EPL teams that didn't release some teams. I think like, well, if you're making a title run, I I would understand that. So but wouldn't it be like Arsenal? In the middle, then? Yeah, if you're like Arsenal, that you can let anybody <laughs> go now. Title run over. Oh man, I, there's there's still a chance. No, there's no, not. not. Man, I thought if Man City loses out, then they can still get it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, thanks but, Everton. Yeah, yeah. That's not well, really they just happening. lost to. Yeah, Man City is just anyway. So the start of the game, pretty bright for both sides, right? Yeah, and then kind of back and forth, little here, little there. We were playing well, connecting well. Because remember, if you don't have the highest quality of players, and and I say that just you know based on like market share, right? Transfer market numbers. Um, our guys are not worth as much as the guys on LAFC, and that includes their bench players, right? It just, I, that's that's where we are. So um, when you don't have that, you have to play cohesively. You have to play together as a team. And there were just a couple times in the first half where it didn't work out very well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what, do we want to talk about the goal, the first goal? You mentioned it earlier. Well, it, it happened pretty early on, right? Eight minutes in. Which and it felt like it was a little later than that at the game. Well, we were seemed... pressing pretty hard for the uh before that. We yeah, were moving the ball yeah, up quite a bit. It felt bit. like we <clears throat> watching the replay might not have been the case, but it certainly felt like RSL was on the front foot and we got a little bit too far forward and was it Elie Sanchez with the yeah. over the top ball to Opoku who Opoku from the Las Vegas Lights. You know, they found him playing for the Las Vegas Lights, if I remember right. Jeez. They were talking about it. Brought him in, and he chested it down. Well, he snuck in between um, our outside. Snuck? Well, there was a <clears throat> – no. you could have driven a <laughs> it was, semi between. It was it was Vera's uh, back shoulder, and yeah. then Oviedo was playing way too way too light on him. He should have he should have been way closer to him. Yeah, um, so kids, when you're defending uh, – There's no kids that listen to this podcast. We can, there there we can, will be. There, there will be. Well, if then you talk to them, they're not they going to go all the way back to this one podcast. Well, we're going to yeah, start doing those um, kicks uh, for assemblies. Kids. Yeah, oh, we're going to go to schools and do RSL random assembly. assembly. <laughs> oh my goodness! But we do have some stuff to give away. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, to the kids, <laughs> kids, <laughs> be tight on your defender, right? Like Oviedo just. I mean, did not get back in tight. When you're the outside back, you get back inside first. You defend the center of the field first. You make them go to the outside. It's harder to score. It's just a concept of playing soccer. Make them shoot from angles. Mm -hmm. It's harder to score. Makes the goal smaller. Yep. And they have to be even better to score. But he walked right down the middle. And he was also a very quick player. So 
the Very sense fast. he wasn't uh, marking him. And Oviedo is not fast. <clears throat> no, that's his only downside is his pace. Yeah, if he was faster, he'd be younger too. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, age, but but his skill level's high, so that's good. Yeah, he's he's got. He's, he's just not fast. No, that's not his strength. And LAFC knew it, and, and eight minutes your, in, took advantage of it, played over the top. And to your point, he did get a nice shot up. I watching the replay, it didn't look like it because we were on the other end of the stadium, mm-hmm. but he. I don't know, did he scuff it or did he plan to pound it into the ground? I think he scuffed it a little bit. It bounced up and over, and, and McMath got a hand on it and just couldn't block it away. But it wasn't like he drilled it into the back of the net. It bounced right in front of Yeah, and it, it almost felt like McMath got his fingers to it but didn't get his hand to it, which um, seemed to be a theme in this game. Yes, and that one would come back to repeat itself three times throughout the game. I think he even touched the penalty. He did. It looked like it for sure. Mm -hmm. But again, touching and keeping out are two different things. But again... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's for the children. (laughs) So. Oh boy! Do we need to edit that out? Was it that no, bad? No, 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 no. Okay. no. All right, no, no. All right. So wasn't it? you guys just minds in the gutter. All right, good. So uh, what I mean is, you got to keep that out if you can, you get, you, right? Like get your hand to the ball and keep it out of the net. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> or worse? Did I make it worse? I, I usually, for you. I usually keep. Getting it worse somehow. Anyway. You know, I got a pickup line for you that you can start using on yeah. your wife. How's it go? It goes, hey, I'm just like my favorite team, Arsenal. I start on top, but I finish bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I start I start on top and I finish second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I finish oh. second. That's right. That, I saw that. <laughs> little real. So, um, wow. so, yeah, LAFC goes up one nothing, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, because it showed. It felt like our possession was eighty percent of the time, um, and it felt like we were moving the ball really well up up top. Um, and it felt like at any given time they just knew that they were going to be successful. They, it felt like they had a lot of confidence. And after that first goal, you know, I feel like we did try to up the level, and we were pressing a little bit more. We created a little bit more chances. Um, and another guy, Ruby Rabin, was doing a lot of work off the ball. He was really making the back line have to really hold steady because he was pressing quite quite effectively. I didn't really see that much of Moose, though. I felt like he was... He's a, not as good of a presser, for sure. No, and, and I think, realistically, we need somebody else to help with the press because Ruby Rabin is not the tallest. He's not... You know, he hasn't put anything in the net yet, but <laughs> yeah, we nobody talk about that has, too. nobody has, but I mean, he's the, he's realistically the only one trying at the moment. Well, he, he gets, you know, we were kind of talking about this during the game. It's like, he's a foot off everywhere. Like the ball comes across, he, he's running as hard as he can and he's just a foot short. He, he goes to head it and either he misses by a foot or when he comes to his head, he heads it, but he misses the goal by a foot. Um, you know, he slides in back post to try to just tap it in, and he misses by a foot. You know, like so, like it's just that much off. And I, I mean, is that the ball's being played to him, or is that his finishing ability? 
I mean, at this point, I wonder if it's a little bit of both, but I almost lean towards the the slump. I think mm-hmm. he's it's a mental block for him, and he's just got to get that one goal. And I we were talking about it before too, is we compare. We, everybody likes to talk about our forwards or lack thereof for Real Salt Lake and say, "Oh, get Moose in, get Jocasin in," but we're comparing these players against each other when really not a single one of them is truly yeah any pl- kind of player that any team is scared of yeah right? that's the bottom line i think they're I just think you're right i mean not even, good enough even bobby wood when we had him and you know we were like well he used to be a world-class striker maybe he'll find his form again you know and even even then remember when we were complaining about our forwards having like six goals remember that <laughs> we were never mad about that. We were like, they only have six goals. This is ridiculous. We need a big striker. Yeah, it's all a matter of perspective. But and now we're like at zero. Yeah, but as far one, as you know, you know, getting on them, I don't think it helps to to ride them as hard as maybe a lot of the fans are. But I totally understand it. And I would have been that fan a couple of seasons ago. Why is he in there? Let's get him out. And who are you going to put in? You're going to put in another rookie. And it's going to be the same. He might get a goal or two, but he's going to get run off the pitch most of the time. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, seeing Boanga's that second goal, uh, where it really is just simple midfield play and nobody really steps out to him, and he just smashes that ball in, and McMath, again, gets a fingertip to it but just deflects it into the goal, um, I don't think any of our front line is going to make that goal. No. Sava maybe... Uh, Gomez maybe I mean he did it against Portland but none of our front line is going to do that no. right no. I mean that's not a goal we score and you know who's seen a lot of those goals he's watched a lot of them is Pablo Ruiz this season he has watched a lot of those <laughs> goals go in when he could have been maybe put a little more pressure on Buanga uh, Buanga has almost as many goals in MLS so far as Real Salt Lake He's got nine goals this season. RSL has ten. We only ten, ten goals yeah. in eleven games. But don't worry, we've given up twenty. Yes, and we have the worst goal differential in the league by two goals. Well, we're just, L- letting that LA, so- we're just letting that soak in. LA Galaxy and Kansas City have minus eight goal differential. And they're behind us. I mean we have minus ten. And you know, I really want to blame the ref for this. <laughs> <laughs> for our goal differential yeah yeah pretty much i mean we have had some terrible goals we also had some ter- like our fouls the foul count was really weird usually we're the aggressor we're the team that fouls more we only yeah, had six, six fouls six six fouls they, and had, they had 11 so are they better at fouling than us more well we did have three yellow cards to yeah their they one. had one we had two I, I thought cards. two yellows were were strange two no we had three no, according to what I looked at. Well, that just said three. But. Yeah, just oh, okay. on, the, on the live says, television. That's well, on MLS two. it said two. Anyway, two well, or three. Well, MLS Maybe they is kind of turning into KSL, so you've got to watch that. So anyway, back to the game. I mean, we can uh, pontificate all we want as well. But uh, um, after the goal in the eighth minute, I thought RSL responded relatively well. Yeah. I think Oviedo in the eighth minute, I think he had a – oh, no, we were talking about – Oviedo not being in the uh, in the right position on the goal, but later on they came back right mm-hmm. right after the goal, and I think Saverino had a shot, 
and they were pressing the box and we just kind of went back to work which i really like to see gomez had a couple opportunities and in the 19th minute yeah. the 19th minute that we were talking about ruiz's little oh, put, oh gosh he, that was delicious yeah he uh handed that guy his jock strap to use an old yeah he broke an ankle term. that was so sick yeah. um Malanga going the wrong way <clears throat> oh yeah double and fake and then a great gave him some lunch money and said here you go school's that way yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the a great shot and then he he sang instant in the stinger. Yes, kicked it right at the goalie. So, but we did play. <laughs> kicked it right. At the, we had a bunch of those. And then we had the one in the twenty third minute. I was good watching it again, where they sent in the ball from the left, and Musovski kind of missed it, but let it go, and it bounced it right up to Rubin, and he chested it down, and then he couldn't hit his foot. Oh yeah, he tried to he tried to toe poke it with his right foot, and just got it too far away from him. And it was one of those moments that we look back on and we're like, yes, this man has an MLS contract. <laughs> <laughs> he fumbled that in a way that was highlight worthy. There's no fumbles in soccer. What what's what does ESPN call their show, their stuff like that where they their show is like <gasps> What? I said All show. <laughs> show. No, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. No, you didn't. It was close. It was Take, close. T- rewind back to the um, tape. Bishop? It was close. Bishop. <laughs> Someone call the bishop. Hello? I'll, t- I'll tell him later. Uh, he, he... You better add that bleep in. <laughs> if, if, there's, if there is not a bleep in this one, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> anyway, so the show. Think Don't... of the children. Think of the children that this podcast is meant for. We can't do assemblies now. We're out. <laughs> We're on the wanted list uh-huh. or That's the okay. unwanted list, whatever you call that. Anyway, so um, yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just impressed. About Almost goal with Rubin. Yeah, yeah. And hey, I really I, I do we have an start MLS that contract. Segment. Yeah, yeah. Or come on, man. That's what. That's what. Uh, was that Dion used to call it that? The come on, man. Oh no! For, like, I'm going to save that one for. Stevie come on, Crawley. Oh yeah! Oh, come on! Come on, Crawley! <laughs> <laughs> At least stay up so you can play Wrexham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. So it looked like after the goal, RSL kind of had a pretty good run of play. It seemed like they were pressing. Um, I thought Ojeda got the. I think Ojeda got the yellow on a play. All that little Vela scissor kick in the be- behind. Watching the replay, he was lucky that was only a yellow. That was a it, little because he was also not even turned towards him. I think he was wasn't yeah. he like facing down? And it was it was Carlos Vela. It's not yeah. like it's nobody. It was Carlos right. Vela. So he got Carlito. the yellow, and then um, we talked about the second goal in the thirty fifth minute. There's another goal that just kind of came out of nowhere, like you said, midfield play. Pablo's watching the whole thing, and boom, Buanga with a shot and. McMath got his hand on it, and maybe a younger McMath. Or well, no, have you seen have you seen that doesn't... video of that automated goalkeeper? You know, that's like stuck in one point oh, and yeah. it tilts, and Messi's like shooting against it and makes it whatever. That's what I saw. It was it was literally McMath, and then he's leaning. There's no there's no jumping. There's no elevating. There's it was just outstretched. And if he can if that's all he can do. If we go against a quality striker, they're just going to put it top corner, not even like perfect top corner. They're just going to get the, some air underneath the ball, put it in the right side or left side, and they have a goal, especially 
up the middle of the box. I mean, that's when the goal is the biggest. So we haven't even pushed him out to the side like Tyler, my my co-host, uh, was talking about earlier in the podcast. Who also, for some reason, has a lot of profanity. Um, just today, though. Just today. It's just today. I hate but, losing to LAFC. That's really it. I mean, but I mean, realistically, are were we expecting anything more? No, that was that was the point I was trying to make when we were talking earlier. Is that I wasn't expecting RSL to win. wasn't necessarily expecting them to lose. What I was hoping for going into the game is that they would play well. Mm-hmm. Win or lose. That's what I was looking for. And I thought for a large part of the game, that was relatively true. First half, I fully agree with you. Yeah. I think the first half, we, we did really play with some hope. And I th- Yeah, I think if it if we had gone in one-to-one at halftime, I think everybody would say, hey, you know what? Well, also to that point, I was, I was talking to my coworkers about that. I was like, if we were to get a, a, a goal in the first half – this game would be completely different. And and it wouldn't be for the good. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I think LA is definitely not put playing their best. You know, they're they're playing a little bit more casual because they know they can. Um, and if we get an a early goal or a surprise goal, they are changing the way that they are playing. Cause that whole first half, they were just responsive. They weren't they weren't trying to, you know take yeah. the initiative and move the ball up. It felt like we had more possession because they were kind of allowing it to happen. And I think if they didn't get a two-goal two, two goal cushion, the second half would have been miserable for us because you could see that even with the substitutes, because I wasn't really impressed with the substitutes. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say that. But um, overall, I feel like it would have been worse for us. I think it would have probably been like a 5-1 Something like that, or like a NYFC type scoreline, you know that whole. Where they just kind of turn on the Jets and say, "All right." Yeah, they show us what top three in the MLS can do. Yeah, it kind of meant it might have appeared that way that there's that you got the altitude playing into a factor. So why don't exert yourself? Most teams come in and park the bus, and I think that's probably a big reason. Park the bus in the first half. Hit on the counter. Hit on the counter, and then you know have some juice left in the second half to really go after it if you need to but yeah yeah and i, I you know it, looking at the stats the possession was almost even you know yeah it was like 50 50 and one About of the as close as you'll ever see that which I is strange know what the first half the possession was yeah so i'm trying to think of solutions here guys because because you're hired you know like we're a, a, an extension of rsl a really loose Wobbly extension of the RSL team. Yeah, yeah, and, right. And the, like, the, the like amazing the thing, about, yeah, yeah, lower, lower, and further they away. They don't even have away. a cowboy. Right. It's like the kids with the soccer balls that you know that put the soccer balls on the stands. Yeah, we're there. We're, we're like we're... the backup to those guys. Yeah, because they can't give the ball to the player. They're not allowed. No. I love that. Throw me the ball. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's kind of like they'll kick me out. They, they call us up, oh, we can't talk to you. Yeah, the ball boys can't talk to us. But we're the next generation after that level, whatever. You know what I mean? Generation. It's almost like t- t- top secret. Like, nobody yeah. knows. Like, like it's just that yeah, we're connected to the team. Or a little random, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely so, no one. So Not we're even prob- the team we're knows problems. that we're connected to them. <laughs> we're problem solving. At least our RSL team store knows we're connected. Yeah. Yeah. We love those guys. They're great. Oh, I just thought of one thing too. We need to to solve problems. 
not to solve problems, <sighs> but don't don't lose that thought though. Okay. Dan Farns and his crew yeah. have done an amazing job. The field looked Excellent cool. work, Farnsy. Yeah. It looked even better on TV watching the replay. Oh, I love the way they changed the it. The diagonal up. cut and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't Pretty look cool. like they threw down sod over the winter. And yeah, they right. had snow on it all winter. Mm-hmm. But props to Dan Farns. Oh, and props to Dan Farns' son for defending him. When yeah. I, when he was sitting next to us last game. And, <laughs> and I was like, this kid looks exactly like Dan Farns. And then I saw him like wave to Dan Farns and I was like, okay, this is his kid. So I waited like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, man, I was, I think you were sitting in yeah. front of me and I was like, yeah, man, whoever's in charge of this field, man, really sucks. Like <laughs> it is awful. And then he turns to me and goes, that's my dad. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> I interviewed him, That's and you look exactly like with him. You. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't believe me for a second there. He got all awkward. <laughs> and then I started in. I was like, Well, he then, said you're playing soccer and you're a goalkeeper, right? And he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Yeah, we did interview your dad. We're not <laughs> yeah. messing with you. And yeah. you have to, you have to win, yeah. or they take the statues yeah. down. Right. Well, the gloves. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, gloves, you yeah. gotta honor the gloves, man. Right. And he was wearing a Liverpool jersey, so. Oh, uh, that, that explains it. So, Sorry but his mom loss. was nice too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, fixing. So, how do problem, we fix this problem solving? Well, how do we? So, the first problem is getting off the bottom of the league, right? Right now, we're pretty much there. <laughs> it doesn't. It's like it's like yeah. You just click, copy, paste, and then you put yourself on the top of the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to get points, or you <laughs> still keep dropping, right? Are you Are you gonna tell me that goals change games? No, I'm not. I'm not na- naive. Here's what I'm gonna say: Mexican strikers change games. Okay. Now, what happened to Sporting, Casey? They were bottom of the league, horrible. Everybody in the organization, even the f- the fan base, was calling for for Mies, right? Like calling for him to to get axed. He's been there what twelve years. Yeah, and they just a ridiculously him long time. Years, and he's the coach and the GM. Right, he's supreme being in Kansas City, and yet they were going after him because they were sucking. They were horrible. I know. I, we should bleep that out. Right, suck is a harsh word. We shouldn't let kids that's say that what word. You said, huh? That's what you said. <laughs> that's a swear word in my house. Yes, it is. Anyway, um, so Mexican striker Alan Polito comes back, gets back in the team. They start winning. They they won again over the weekend at Minis- at Minnesota. No, home no, game. Home. Yeah, but nothing. against Minnesota, who's no pushover. Um, and and they've been on a run of form. They're ahead of us in the standings now. No. I believe or right at. They're still right behind us. Right behind us. I okay. think we have. Are we in tenth? We're in eleventh. We have a worse goal differential, but yeah, yeah. I think they're a point or two ahead of us or behind us. Yeah. So my answer to this question is Raul Jimenez. We go get him from Wolves. He broke his face, if you remember the, the goal from oh, headed yeah. Last year. Guy got punched in the face. His face broke. Um, he got a metal plate put in his face. Yeah. Not making, surgery. Not making he almost lie of the fact that he no, had like, to have brain surgery. Yeah. Like, it was a serious deal. He came back, and he's not quite the same player he was. But uh, so, are you saying that after well, a no. head injury in the Premier League, he is now MLS level? He is RSL ready. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Brent, we're, we're not going to go out and sign 
you know. Is that what Brennan's favorite saying? players, Marcus <laughs> Rashford. We can't get Marcus Rashford oh, to come he's not here. My he's he's at not all. coming to Salt Lake, right? No, man. <laughs> McTominay, you know, that guy's not coming to Salt Lake, oh, no. right? I mean, it's a guy who either can't get to the Premier League or is just not there yet. Or, or was there, got a head injury. Right. That's what I'm thinking, right? I'm, I'm problem solving. This isn't. <laughs> no, I think you're this right. This isn't set in stone. This is an idea to put out to the universe to get a player like Raul Jimenez. Well, can he who, head the ball, though? I've seen him head the ball. I like watched a okay couple of Wolves games. He heads the ball, yeah. Is that where they put the plate, though? I, I don't know. I, I haven't consulted with his doctor thoroughly. So that, that means... That I would we, hope so. If, if we he is head, playing. If he had a head injury, that's head injury and you need a metal plate, that's probably where you want it. Yeah. And if they put it in your leg, that's probably... So McMath practice. isn't going to get the Ironman medal then. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he would definitely <laughs> fall down the Ironman table. <laughs> Iron Man award goes to again for the fourth straight season. (laughs) (laughs) So, because he kicks the ball in the net, like that's what he does good. And we need someone that does that. Tin foil rule. Tin foil rule. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's terrible. So yeah, I I agree with you. We need to figure out. We've been defending a little bit Rubio Rubin only because for his his effort, right? Absolutely. He's putting in the effort. He's Getting trying to get in the right spaces. Yeah, it's not like but, he does dumb things like slides in on the goalie, cleats up, and gets red carded in a playoff game. Right? Well, not that the, never we're happens. talking about the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would, I would, I would honestly, I would, I would take that again as long as we got to keep Herrera. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would take, I would take two red cards a season to get Herrera back. Which quick update, guys that we let go last year. They're Aaron scoring Herrera had, right. <laughs> Aaron Herrera had a goal, and so did Justin Miriam had two oh, at the weekend. Miriam. So that that doesn't bode well for our GM making skills right now. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting because that's the other Shinya. thing I was thinking about going into the game and after the game is this is a going into this season. This roster was weaker than last season, right? With the loss of Herrera, we lost two our tough Rusnak. Rusnak no. the season before. <laughs> Cordoba. Cordoba and Cordoba. Um, Bobby Wood. Wood. So we lost. And Cordoba forced an own goal. Like he was back post, the ball was coming to him, and the dude dove in between him and the ball. And One situation is not going to change the quality of the player. Right. So, but I'm but just the saying point that is, those three players. We all lost 13, goals 15 goals and didn't replace them. Again. Mm-hmm. T- Although. Back to back seasons. Yeah. So yeah. we did not replace our goal Well, that's because Demir's here. And. Oh, yeah. Said with sarcasm. You, we can Winky talk. smile about, emoji turn face. We, we can talk about <laughs> the the lack of having a quality forward and rely. I think the bigger mistake is Demir Krylock. Well, so when we had when we talked about to um, Elliot Fall, which is probably not good for me to say this, but I'll say it because I don't. I'm not a huge Demir fan. He was like he was so adamant. No, no, no. Demir's coming back. Demir's our guy. And for me, not having seen that whole season. And seeing what was to come, I was like, realistically, why are we doing that? Like, I was so dumbfounded that we were going to rely on somebody who just had back surgery that should have healed within a few weeks, but had to wait an entire season. That's who we're going to rely on? I I don't know. It was really that Toronto game, right? When he, when he lost the ball and then <sighs> McMath was out of position and got chipped and... 
that that really after every, uh, everything so kind of went downhill it after was, that. So you, all the games. Yeah, so going back to your games. question, Tyler, what is what is the answer on the forward level? Is Moose is Moose the answer? Is Paul the answer? Is Jockison the answer? Is Rubin the answer? What is the answer at forward other than finding one that scores goals? Yeah, I think that's the key right there, and we don't want to pay for it. I think it's uh, Jockison at the moment because. He's the only one that gives any sort of imagination. Ruby Rubin is the workhorse. He does things off the ball that are very important that could free up Jockison. And he's pretty good at the press. He's very good at the which press. Which is impressive to Pablo. Yes. And to some fans. Some yes. fans enjoy the press. Now, Julio. He is very quick, and he took out their goalie, which was really awesome. But which the guy was hurt so bad that they needed six minutes of game time to have him stand back up. Yeah, and just play on. I I could have heard. I could have swore I heard my brother from across the field. He's not even hurt. How did you hear him? You, you, oh, no, he was standing up yelling that. Yeah, because yeah. I was on the uh-huh. other side of the field. Okay, um, <laughs> that's right. Um, but Julio is a great quality, but I feel like he's a winger. I don't feel like he's meant to be up top in a 4-4-2. Now, if, he, if it was a 4-2-3-1, I would want him up top. You know what I'm saying? But if we're continuing with the 4-4-2, I would rather have him as a winger. But Sava and Gomez are... Outside in the three or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, outside of the three. Mm-hmm. And right now, Julio would be a good sub, but it's kind of hard to say that because Gomez is needing starting time every single time. Yeah, he could play midfield. Yeah. Right. Sava needs to be starting. He can play midfield. And play midfield. Or up top. Yeah. And I think he's a, best outside in a three man front, but whatever. That's what that's why I'm 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 a little I'm a little conf- kerfuffled. There you go. Look yeah. at you. Ooh. Um because when I was just watching the New England Miami game, they were running a uh, New England's running a four two three one with Bobby Wood in the top. Yeah, and I was like, "Why didn't we? Yeah, why didn't we adapt that? Put Ruby Rabin at the very top. Put maybe uh, <clears throat> Crylock. Yeah, <laughs> put our boy Crylock in there, and then on the wings we have Sava and Gomez, and I don't know. So there's a, there's a lot of options that yeah. is little, and also in the cup, the game before, we didn't run a four four two. We ran a whole different formation. I think it was a 4 2 Well, should we get to halftime? We'll talk about the rest of this stuff. Well, before we do, I think uh, kind of sticking with the Raul Jimenez theme, um, you know, if we could go back into the RSL past and grab someone, someone that's not our leading goal scorer of all time, but who maybe attended. Who scored 14 goals last season? Uh, Alvaro Alvaro Sabarillo. I saw 14? Some 14 goals last, last season. In the Costa Rican League? <laughs> yeah. Dang, that guy's still playing. I thought he retired last year. I think he retired after last season. Oh, after last season. Yeah. So someone like that, but maybe went to the University of, say, New Mexico, and maybe, you know, is ah. a big, tough, strong guy up front that can lay off balls. Maybe someone like... Devin Sandoval. Devin Sandoval. Oh, yeah, he was a good player. Yeah. Who are going to be interviewing? Oh, yeah? Tell yeah, us about breaking that. Breaking news. We'll be interviewing Devin Sandoval. We got him on the line. And we're going to do an interview like we've been interviewing with other former RSL players and current RSL players. Big Dev. Big Dev. So we stay tuned for that. Should be so, a lot of fun. Yeah, so there's your homework. Go home and watch if you're not home right now. If you're, if you're <laughs> home, stay home. But pull up YouTube and watch some Devin Sandoval clips. 
A lot of them. A lot of his highlights are with uh, New Mexico United USL uh, pro team. They kind of started when he left RSL and they picked him up, and he had a yeah, great he came career. From, there. Yeah, he's played a season with the San Francisco Deltas too in the USL, and I think that team only lasted a year or two, but then he ended up in, in New Mexico. New Mexico, but yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got a cult following down there, which is great. And he's from Albuquerque. Yeah, Albuquerque. I think well, is how you say that. But all that is fun and dandy about talking about players. Um, but the next transfer window is like two months away. Yeah, and we have a lot of games in those two months. So talking about new players is kind of. But you can still make a trade inside of MLS, right? Oh. Or you can sign players that are not with a club. That's how we got Luna, right? He was out of contract at this. No, club. he he was right. playing in. Yeah, he was. He was playing for uh, El Paso Locomotive. Yeah, but did we sign him? We signed him out of the the window, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't there let's, two different let's windows? Let's get it with our secretary. Yeah, we'll double check. What? We'll, we'll double pass check. that down we'll to our, our intern. intern. Our intern, yeah. Well, the point is, yes, RSL needs to do something. Should we get to halftime? Let's get to halftime. <laughs> So it was two nothing at halftime off uh, two goals out of no- almost out of nothing, but there seemed to be a touch of hope in the stadium, even yeah. though we were down two zero because we were playing well. I thought so. I think if uh, they avoided going down three zero, somebody was threatening. If it's if it's three nothing, I'm out of here. Wow, well, that would be me. <laughs> what kind of half fan is that? Well, it's not about being a half fan. It's just trying to make my wife happy. Yeah, oh, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. My wife didn't go. It was she Mother's was gonna, Day yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. It we turns understand. into a weekend instead like, of just a day. I then the, it's a week. I got the now it's a pass month. too, so it's like if I go home, I can still watch it. Yeah, but at least I'm spending so, time. So, yeah, orange slices. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give mine to Pablo Ruiz, even though he didn't guard the second goal. Um, I think that saucy play that he put on with a shot on goal and also being aggressive off the ball, which was really impressive. Um, so I'm gonna give it to Pablo. Yeah, I think our midfield does have some fight and some bite to it. So I'm going to go with Ojeda. He he broke up plays. He he did just enough most of the time to avoid yellow cards, um, and yet still play that you know home wrecker kind of a <laughs> kind of a role. But you know, there's too many guys in that midfield to cover. You got to mm-hmm. cover all of them. I think that goes back to our discussion: is why do we continue with a four two, a four 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 two, two and those guys are getting you get the the outside backs are getting caught way up high all the time and then that's leaving too much ground to cover for two guys absolutely well said and i'm going to go we with we don't have another def- center defender i mean we could address that too but, but I, after glad and vera it drops off pretty dramatically i'm going to give my um vera, orange slice to vera because he's becoming my new favorite player i do like the way that kid plays He's... I do too. However, there was something um, that was a little frightening. So it was in the second half, but um, it's their chemistry because you cannot tell me that Glad and Silva were not did not have chemistry. They those guys were very comfortable, and that is something that needs to happen with the center back. But Vera and Glad were kind of arguing after after that. Uh, after that third goal, I think it was. And that's not very good. You know what I mean? Because I've never seen Silva and Glad get mad over a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of felt like, hey, that was my bad. And then he's like, no worries, man. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, where they had like that. Like, they trusted each other. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something that 
is going to be a problem if they don't figure that out. Yeah. Well, it takes time. I think Vera is trying to establish himself, and he's a little bit more of a freelancer, and maybe Silva isn't as much, although he does have his moments. So maybe... But that's what I'm saying. If you're a center back in a four, you need to be cooperative. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be buddy-buddy with you. Like Vidic and uh, Ferdinand. You know what I mean? From... uh, Old menu. school menu. Well, yeah. let's get back to that conversation about what the team needs because we used to be – last season, what was the big selling point? Everybody loved the fact that we played defense. Dogs. Yeah. We, the dogs of the – That's X-dog. what everybody said? X-dog. You know, they play hard. They're scoring defense. And the season before, defense was kind of like the calling card for 3-5-2. Real, the, for, for Real Salt Lake. But now we're not scoring and we're giving up goals. Well, we more were, we're more frequently than any other MLS team looks like. Yeah, at this point, after two zero zero draws, though we were back to not giving up the worst. But then you give up three all at once, and you're right back there. Yeah, and but if you're to their credit, though, three's not bad against LAFC with the, <laughs> with the well, because I mean, realistically, if you look at the last like ten results against them. Three zero is not the worst one right. by with a their, ways, with but their quality, it's about average. I mean, that showed the amount of work that we put in. But if we're not going to score goals, then we can't give up goals. It was actually it's more of a two two zero loss. Realistically, yeah. it yeah. really probably should have been more of a two zero. Well, that's, and that's, I don't know. I don't know if we want to get to that. It could well, have been three zero because. But in reality, it was more of a two zero loss, and that's pretty impressive, given the state that we're in. So I mean, the guys are working really hard. So. Is it well? Let's ask, ask this question. I know everybody is really uptight about our forward situation, and we sh- they should be because it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the answer there? Do we trade somebody? Who do we? Um, he, well, we tried that. Tyler wants to with Musovski, right? We tried to trade for someone that was a good backup, and he came in and he's a good backup. He's a good backup. Yep, yep, and he can score against Portland when it's. Their backup center backs, you know, and he can do some things, but he's he's limited. I think the point I was trying to make was that it, <clears throat> on the Twitter and all the other stuff is that no one has sat Rubin down. A guy that has three shots on goal, eight shots on goal in two seasons. And no, or maybe it's eleven. You mean no one's playing better than him? No one right? is playing better than Rubio Rubin, and the guy, these guys cannot give Pablo a reason to sit him down with eleven shots on goal in two seasons and like one goal in like 30, 40 games. How bad are the forwards on this team if they can't impress enough to sit that guy down? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like. Going back to Brennan's point from a couple of podcasts ago, why would you even play Crylock? Why? Well, if he kicks the ball in the net, well, he's not going to run. Okay, well, you know, you got to sacrifice some things, right? <laughs> like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but is he the poacher? He no. He he he's kind of this like third man in the box kind of a goal scorer, and he did really well when he had Rusnak and somebody else to distract the defenders and he was the second or third or fourth option that late run into the box when he's standing up there and the center backs are able to stand with him you know you watch Aaron Long if you want to see how a 
big, strong man plays defense, right? Like, I mean, and it, fast. That dude is fast. Yeah, and he, Gomez couldn't get by him. He let Gomez know a couple times. Well, and also their outside back was really fast too. The uh, Ecuadorian little guy. Their whole team is fast. Super fast. Yeah. Except for Vela. Yeah, except Vela. But he's so tricky. He doesn't have to be fast. He's smart. Right? But yeah. you were, And talking about Demir. They moved him to forward. He doesn't play defensive mid for us anymore. He doesn't play center mid. And he's not rangy enough right now. Demir's going to score a lot of goals if we continue to play USL teams. But yeah. if we're going to play MLS teams for the rest of the season, I don't know if Demir is going to do... Do it. And Maybe we should get demoted and we then work our way back up. Relegated? Yeah. <laughs> First team in MLS history. We get relegated. But, yeah, uh, I, we obviously don't have a player on the team that is a forward that is going to score goals. That is any better than Rubin. That is any better than Rubin. Jockison, maybe. He has, he's got a little flair. He's got that little – he had a couple of those double touches that, uh, you know, you've – but he's so far from being Boanga, even. Oh, yeah. And Boanga yeah. is, is like, last year he wasn't great, but this year he's fantastic, right? And but he also had a lot of playing time last year. And right. That is the, that's another argument. Maybe these guys should be playing. I kind of lean towards that, where you need to play these guys. To like, get a, like a Cordova-type situation. Yeah, like Cor... <clears throat> we never I, gave up on him. No, and they are not giving up on Rubin. Maybe Rubin has taken that role where they're just not going to give up on him. When maybe it should be a Paul, Elijah Paul or was he was he out? He was not even in the. He wasn't in the eighteen twenty. Whatever. I don't know. I didn't see if he wasn't uh, on the he, bench. He could be hurt. I mean, Jasper's hurt. He's hurt. Silva's hurt. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's. It feels like everybody's going through a breakup. Everybody hurts. <laughs> yeah. What happened to backup Sometimes. keeper Gomez? Is he just third keeper now? I don't know. Because Beavers well, has been in and around the team a lot more lately. Yeah, well, they got a lot of high hopes for Beavers. So, but back to the forwards, we don't have a four. We we need to do something to get a right. four because it doesn't matter if your keeper can what block happened? it if your team can't score. What happened goals. with Shinyashiki? What was the deal with him? They went to trade, the but it came up that there were some investigation investigation into, into like uh, domestic violence or something along those lines. Turns out that they investigated and found out. I don't know if he's totally cleared, but I think they're letting him play now, right? Oh, so, I thought he was still on the. No, because I just checked his Twitter, and it shows that he's worked with. You know, he worked with Charlotte F- or MLS and local authorities, and there's nothing there, and I'm cleared to play. So that means we don't get him though, because no. we took Gam instead. Yeah, but they were going to trade him, and then that issue came up, which is another. It's like if you're the GM, are you just kind of like. You don't look at players, or maybe Major League Soccer. No one knew about it, and he hid it well enough. It was hidden well enough, or just didn't pop up in time. But yeah, I don't know. know. And that's tough, man, because that's where personal comes in. To but I mean, professional. If he's cleared, like we're desperate. (laughs) I mean, like I know, I know he's coming to Utah, which is not the best place to have a record. Exactly. Um, Yeah, but he's also somebody on the bench. We don't have. Anybody that do we have anybody that any other teams want? Well, I think he would have been our starting forward. To your point, that's I what I'm saying. He like, would have came think... in and started. They would have given him three or four games. Mm-hmm. Almost anybody, though, you could trade for almost anybody at this point. But and they could be the. How much game did we get from like 500? No, no, it was 100 this year, 100 next year, and if uh, that's it, and no, if the game Miram turns into an all star, we get like 
twenty bucks more. Yeah, we could get, get up to like two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand, something like that. It goes up, and to his credit, Miram's doing a great job jacking that up for us. Yeah, two goals. Well, and, yeah, because Miram's worth right. way more than a hundred thousand. But we moved on from him when we brought in Gomez. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. We brought in Gomez. We spent money, and so we we're gonna keep playing Gomez, right? That well, we're no. gonna keep playing him. Well, Miram can play in the center. Candy though, yeah, you can. Well, yeah. Apparently, we didn't think so. Because I mean, you put we him didn't, center we defensive playing. mid. Put... He was wearing the number nine. We didn't play him there though. Oh, man. I think it's because he doesn't press the way that Pablo wants. I know, but if we put him as a center defensive mid, he holds up the ball. He orchestrates. That's a that's a that's a Kyle Mid- Beckerman esque. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna think Marin's gonna be Kyle Beckerman esque, but he. According to the rumor mill, after was the, and who knows if it's true or not. I mean, it, it's interesting the stuff that comes out after trades. Like there was something on Twitter that's saying that uh, a guy for a Barcelona Raj or whatever um, was had some interest from MLS teams, Colorado RSL, and they just didn't offer enough, so that's why he didn't didn't come to Major League Soccer. Not that he was going to come to Real Salt Lake, but. Same thing with Miriam was after the fact. Oh well, he requested a trade, and he wants to. He wants to start. He thinks he's a starter, and he shouldn't be right coming off the bench. So who knows? I I think that this roster is we're right where this roster is. We're right where we should be. And this we, is a the funny thing is we've just gotten gam for like all of the trades we've done recently. And we'll, I guess we're waiting for the summer window. Uh, apparently, uh, so we can buy buy that big three hundred thousand dollar player. Yeah. Wait. So that, then he would make less than Rubin. So yeah, I I don't know where the disconnect is here. I think there's so much to go around. There's so much blame to go around. I is Pablo playing the system that's going to work well for this roster? Uh, is he? Is there well, a disconnect it, between the players that are coming in? And if a lot it's of play lo- the kids, who you know, where did where did our record signing youth kid go? Luna. No, no, no. The, the guy who was tearing up USL last year, but he was injured, in and out of the lineup. What's that kid's name? No one knew, knows how old he is. He's 14, but he was... Oh, Axel oh. Kai? Yeah. Axel Kai. Born in Ghana or something. No, he's Irish. No, I think he... I don't know Sotho if he... Or... Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's injured. He looks 14. He says he's 14, but he's... He looks he like, looks like a man. <laughs> looks like a grown man. Yeah, I mean, but you... you I mean, I've, we grew up... We're out here on the west side. Like we, we see kids that are fourteen that look like grown men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not not casting aspersions, but I, I do think that the question is: Are we bringing in the best players? Is Elliot Fall capable of bring making, bringing all these good deals to the to close and bringing us better players, or and is Pablo Ruiz the coach that's going to be able to coach them to win? Well, and it kind of makes me think about like the galaxy and what they're going through, right? Um, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but basically what's gone on there is ownership made some dumb decisions. Chris Klein took the fall. Uh, and so all the fans think it's Klein's fault when it's really the Ann Schultz family and all their silly things that they're doing. Uh, anyway, the, the point there is that Klein kind of took the fall for some of the things that went on. When I don't think he really was culpable. I think he fell on the sword for the team. And that's why he's not getting fired. 
right? Otherwise, why would they not fire him if all of those things really were his fault? Yeah. They would have, right? Mm-hmm. They're the Maybe galaxy. he's got the receipts that says, you can do what you want, you're the owners, but I'm on record saying don't do that. Right. Something like that, right? Somebody's holding something somewhere. Yeah. And so he stays. So Greg Vanny stays because they're they play together. They're boys, you know, and uh, they, their results aren't showing yet, but eventually they will. Right. They beat San Jose. If you watched last night on the Sunday night recap game, uh, they actually played OK. They looked kind of good. As soon as they subbed out Chicharito, they got the game-winning goal. So that's interesting. <laughs> Maybe we get him after oh, LA's used no. him up, right? Please, no. No. please, I, please. I no. would not even spend $5. Okay, so see, we still have a standard, right? We still do have a standard to say. The, amongst the three of us. <laughs> no, I, I was putting that out there <laughs> to, like, to, to is make not, sure you guys. We're not talking like we own Real Salt Lake. That's that's them. That's this is our standard of we don't want Chicharito. They could turn around and be like, he's a quality player. He's gonna he's gonna bring the franchise to a different place. Blah 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 blah, and we can get him. We have zero say in it because you know why? We're that little ball boy on the side of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't we're the backup, backup ball, ball boys. <laughs> So we need to stop talking like we're in charge. The backup ball boy podcast. Like our ideas are perfect. No, oh, they're no, not. We, they're just no. ideas, right? I think we're also, just pointing do, out we, the we're still are we talking about the game cuz yeah. I mean this is what 40 minutes of halftime? Yeah, wow, we can that was get a back long to long halftime. Well, things need to change. Yeah. we need to improve this roster somehow. They have made they have made some good good signings. Vera and Gomez are great, but they haven't Come in and made the- Oviedo was a good signing too. Oviedo, um, Ojeda was a good signing. Ojeda was a good signing. Ojeda. Everyone named Brian's been a good Dude, signing. We are Team Brian. Ojeda he- is a good player, but he's not four million dollars. No, sorry. He's and, not I, and I think he's gone soon. That's Who? what we're saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just he would be a great pickup. He'd be a solid MLS player if you picked him up at the right price, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not. You're not keeping him from Nottingham Forest for four million dollars. That. That's not going to happen. No, that and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But we do need to pick up some better players, and if and that's on the general manager. And we had a the window closed, and now I don't know that they're going to be able to get a player that's going to have an impact on the season. That secondary window is opens July fifth, closes August second, and then there's ten games after that. Yeah. So so there's thirty points to be had. <laughs> 30 this, points we are who we Ugh. thought we were and <laughs> i think i think fans just need to find a way to enjoy the game and let the frustration go because unless something changes it's this is where we're going to be for a while yeah but there's always i mean we're 12 11 games in right 11 games in and we have three wins that's a solid nine points yeah we're averaging one point per game that's usually right around last place in the league. But now, if Kansas City wouldn't have had such one a goal horrible, a game. right? We're averaging <laughs> less than a goal a game because we have ten goals in eleven games. But we're giving up almost two goals a game. Yikes! So if you know anything about math, that's probably not going to add up. That's not going to translate into very many wins. No. So I think everybody has the right to be frustrated. And it's going to be a frustratingly long season, probably. But so second half, outside of we come out of uh, second half, and what I liked is that he went to some early subs. 
um, in the second half. Because you wrote down last week's subs. I didn't write them down. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, you're like Caldwell uh, subbed out. Yeah, Wait, Caldwell like, subbed did out. I, Caldwell? Caldwell didn't play. I missed them. My I was apologies. standing next to Caldwell at the end of the game. He you played were. as much as I did. Oh well. You guys just don't pay me enough for this. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> we need to up his salary, don't we? Speaking of that, our sponsor, Preparation H. <laughs> Do you wipe and wipe and wipe? Wait, it's like preparation? A bre- preparation H. I know, but like, why, why preparation? That's a weird word to use for that, for what it's used for. Okay, so subs. Early on, we in the 59th minute, you had Jockerson come in from, from Musovsky, who Musovsky was kind of in there. It's kind of uh, out of his element. I mm-hmm. think you watch that game and you're like, he didn't really have two or three moments where he looked really good like he did in Portland. And yeah. then Julio came in for Gomez. People didn't want that sub, I think. But Gomez played, didn't he play the whole game in Yeah, know, and it was just Portland. It was really bad timing because Aaron Long had just knocked him. He did he pulled a you know, Hamas and Olave and just kind of manned him out of bounds and, and he just kinda fell down and took it and like our whole team, it just felt like we kind of just weren't fighting back, you know? Yeah. There was no deep fight, and then they just subbed him. Like, he didn't even have a chance to redeem himself. Anyway. So the 59th minute, which is relatively early sub uh, for Pablo, comes in. And Julio did kind of, right off the bat, have a couple he of... He was a presence. A presence. But then I think either we couldn't figure out how to keep getting the ball, or LAFC figured out how to, how how to, to guard stop him. him. Yeah. And he, although he did... Uh, have a uh, wiped down the goalie pretty good, and it was a great play. It was, it was. I mean, was no, no, no intention there. And then, uh, are those the only two subs we had? No. Then you had you had the two subs with. Oh, in the seventy third minute, we had Anelli come in for Ruiz, and Anelli has really impressed people. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're trying to figure out a way to get him on the field because mm-hmm. he's very versatile. Yeah, we and, tried him at right back, and now he's playing center. Uh, in the defensive midfield there with mm-hmm. Ojeda. And then Krylock came in for Rubin. To kill the game. To kill the game off, yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but it Make does sure come we... off in a negative way. Yeah. But realistically, when we bring in Krylock, it, we're not... We're not changing anything. We're, we're not going for the win. Yeah, we're not creating any chances. And you can watch him. So like I, I would say, if you watch the game all over again, pay attention to Krylock when he's off the ball. You will see that he does not create anything. He he literally picks the pocket of somebody right in front of him, and just hunkers down. He's a shadow to somebody. <laughs> and LAFC being the high quality me. that they are, they're okay with that. You can walk right behind me, man. They're not going to get you the ball, dude. It made me laugh. I saw Glad like run over by the sub, and I was like, <gasps> "Glad subbing out." <laughs> and then the guy that was sitting by us was like, "Oh, he's passing the armband." Oh, so Crylock's coming on. So Captain Crylock, he's giving him the what? Armband. The armband. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. I don't. I don't appreciate that at all because Glad is holding this team together. That's what I was thinking too. Crylock is a motivational me. speaker. Yeah, yeah, not a captain. Right. Well, I, I don't know. These. I mean, there, be. there's probably more there too that we Absolutely. don't see. But, but yeah, it looked like. Uh, yeah, it was strange. I, I, but it would have been also, more strange if Glad would have subbed out and Krylock would have come in. You for can Glad. also see how much Ruby Rubin did to it because 
we all of a sudden did not have a press. We could not move the ball forward. It was. Yeah, it got worse. It not got better. definitely worse. Yeah, yeah, that's what the point I wanted to make is that without Rubin, and we're not trying to say that Rubin is the best no, football no. player that ever lived. He's just the best right now. He's the team. best one on a team that can't score goals. <laughs> yeah. How bad do the other players need to be, have to be that they can't put this guy on the bench? That's that's the frustrating part for yeah. me. And the same is in the in the, on the backside is that if we're not going to score goals, then we better not give up goals. And the defense has been porous. The midfield, if we're going to play that four four two and leave Ojeda and Ruiz, yeah. everybody wants to score goals. Nobody wants to play defense. Right. So we're constantly getting out of position. Well, and I mean, the, the midfield's getting run over week after week. Yeah, the first goal was clearly the the backline's fault. Ball over the top. Yeah. But also, there there was no press on Ilya Sanchez. When he turned, no one was near him. Absolutely. So there's two parts of that, right? And then the second goal, the backline did its job. They slowed him down. They made him pass. He passed to Vela. He slid over into space. I think Ruiz forgot he was left-footed. <laughs> he covered his right foot. And and Boanga oh, hit that. Oh, I, I think, but that's I mean, not the backline's fault. The backline's no. fault is to push him out, and and that Ruiz comes was back tracking to... a little slowly, and just missed that right. And then on the third one, you kind of have to blame the the backline for that, like Vela's or Vera's challenge, albeit very soft, barely enough to cause the the foul. And I yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about VAR. Because around the world, people are having issues with it. It's really annoying how, in order for it to be checked, it has to be clear and obvious. Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, the stipulations to use it is making it where VAR is now becoming uh, a hurdle. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really well, not helping the game. In would some you have ways. wanted that play reviewed multiple times from different angles? Judged the 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 pressure with which his hand hit his arm you know what i mean like how far is too far well what i would like i would like to have it be utilized i like i would like it to be utilized to where the coach has something to say you know if the coach feels that there was something missed he can say i challenge he just like in, in in american football yeah you know we also the every time flag. every time there's a foul we get a rundown of what the foul was in soccer we don't yeah. Well, and I think that's what really pisses off Americans. I think there's a, there's a new technology they're trying to figure it out. Uh, that that second PK, it should have been the second PK because the first one was totally missed. What tell in us the, about that in one. the first half where Buanga's coming across, and I think it was Ojeda or was it Vera, um, went to go for the ball and stuck his leg out right in front of him, and he comes through and just trips him, and he goes down in the box that was late in the second half and no call they play on and i guess it went to var they checked it and watching the replay today i haven't seen it until i watched the replay i that's a pk every day all the time stone cold so pk why did VAR i don't know that and i think that's the ghost of brennan's point is why can't they figure it out to to use it clear and obvious clear and obvious they need to figure it out. Although, you know what's going to be interesting? I saw, no, I think next season, the EPL is going to have the VAR conversations available for fans to listen to. Which would be awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, it feels like... We should have led the charge in that. Yeah. Well, we are. Yeah, we, we, we did leave the charge in VAR and some other stuff, so... Yeah. 
But uh, on that same note, um, you know, I think it would be better if we could not only participate, but also hear the refs, you know, like ref could chime in over the loudspeaker, tripping, pushing. Um, in the San Jose LA game I watched last night, um, can't remember which team it was, but somebody came in, the the guy shoulder to shouldered him, and the ref thought their legs got tangled. And he called a penalty kick, sent it to VAR. He went over, checked because he thought their legs got tangled. That's what he called the penalty kick for. He went and looked; their legs did not get tangled, but he still had upper body contact. But they then he waved it off so the ref wasn't stuck to his call which that bothers me right yeah stuck to your call thing um and they called it off when there was still a bump but again they they got it right in my book no no i think i think i think the only thing that needs to be uh televised or heard is the conversation with var I think I think because That'd be of, awesome. I think because of the profanity that is a soccer player to the referee, I think they'll never be able to have yeah. a mic on the ref because they're gonna be like, Are you effing kidding me? Are you blind? Yeah. Blah blah blah. But realistically, when it comes down to VAR, VAR needs to be fully transparent. Because I think there's some times where they're like, Yeah, I just don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like where like it allows VAR to be a little bit sloppier or like less quality. Yeah. And I think that needs to change because VAR needs to be absolute, needs to be professional, it needs to have, you know, definitive answers. Right. And and the ref doesn't have to do that either. The ref can call a foul and then just be like this way. Just point and doesn't even have to tell the players on the he's field going what off it the is. Field. Yeah. 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 And and it could just be, well, it kind of looked like you uh chopped him down or whatever you know like, well he's also it's also given like oh i missed this last one yeah. you know that was a little a little on the edge i'm gonna give it to you like that stuff you don't want televised but like i was thinking var needs to be a different animal yeah yeah i think I it's i think it'll get there i like having it um because you don't want a, a missed call to to ruin the, the game mm-hmm. but i think what fans want is it's the tool is there and it's not used enough where the ref is called over to look at. Cause like that, if VAR had said, Hey, you know what? I think you missed that on that first penalty kick. If, um, you know, they if, probably, they probably did say that, but because it Pierre, was Chris Penso, no, no, it was he, Luke Pierre. No, no, no. Because no, it was Chris Penso. Chris, he wasn't refing. It looked like him, but it, it wasn't. wasn't Chris Penso. Who no, was it? it's no. Pierre Luc Lazier, a Canadian. A Canadian. But I think if they just sent him over to the monitor, I think I think LAFC gets another penalty. Well, that's good. So, I, I mean, care. it worked out in our favor in the first half. Second half, it didn't really matter. The penalty kick didn't matter. I mean, we lost. We were going to lose two nothing, three nothing, nine nothing. We we're going to lose to LAFC, and I think that's the realization I have come to is that this team can play well. They had a nice first half against a great team. Yeah, it's it's like when Nottingham Forest plays anyone from Manchester, right? Like they don't expect to win. Yeah, they don't. And that's what it felt like, and that was sad for me. I, I was like, "Oh." So man. I know we're just frustrated. Anybody else? This this roster needs to improve. The coaching needs to improve. The GM needs to improve. Everybody, I'm sure they're all trying, but this is kind of where we're at. Mm-hmm. But on a high note, midweek we did take it to Portland. Their backups and our backups got together and had a little you know, U.S. Open match, and some of our full players played in that game and. And uh, some of theirs, and we that ended was an up exciting game. going back and forth. They Wasn't scored like in the fourth three? minute, and 
we went we scored twice then they scored twice then we scored twice and then the game ended before they could score twice again yeah four to three so that's nice and then we have another u.s open cup coming and that game is with Colorado Rapids on May 24th. So a lot of games this month still. We've got coming up, we've got um, Portland on Wednesday. 7.30. At home. And then we, game. then we go to Colorado. Saturday. And then we stay in Colorado for the next Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Against, um, in the U.S. Open Cup. And the winner gets to play the winner of LAFC and LA oh, Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're really cheering for the Galaxy because we can't seem to beat LAFC. Ooh. And then who do we have? Uh, I think we've got... We were able to hire one Minnesota. of people away, though. Oh, yeah, Delmi. We, uh, yeah, we, we beat them in one aspect. Delmi was cool. Yeah, yeah Delmi's cool. Shout then out we, to Delmi. You're cool. Then we got uh, Minnesota and the Galaxy, I think, to finish out the, the month. So a lot of games this month... And maybe even more if we win, if yeah. we beat the Rapids and then the Galaxy. So let's focus on getting that U.S. Open Cup so we can get into the CCL with this roster. <laughs> so, yeah. So scores around the league, or is that anything else you want to talk about the game? I think we kind of... We went off on a tangent. Went off on a tangent, I, like we said. Yeah, good we, first half. I mean, there are some bright spots in there, but we just got to figure out how to tie it all together. Start scoring goals and stop giving up goals. Connected. Be more connected. Yep. Scores around the league. Chicago beat St. Louis. Oh, no. St. Louis is kind of like, oh. Chicago's like, we're going to fire our coach and bring back our old coach and then go with our rival. Because St. Louis and Chicago have always kind of, as cities, had rivals. And, yeah, St. Louis has been on a a tear going the other way. They started the season hot and then – People reminding them, oh, you know what, you guys are really are expansion teams. So yeah, enjoy the season. I'm, I'm sure they'll be in the playoffs at the end of the season. You really hate them. I the do. The Charlottes, uh, the Justin Mirams of Charlotte. Uh, Miram beat, beat Atlanta, the, his former team, two former goals on team. his former team. I still don't know. I don't they, like that whole no celebration. Like, oh, I'm not celebrating. It's like, dude, you just scored a goal. It's like been what? How many years since you were on Atlanta? They don't remember you. No, they do. <laughs> they do. But, they love but I always thought that, like, unless yeah. you were like, you know, a long time player, you know, you've spent five, ten seasons there, and you were like a star. You don't need to just celebrate the goal. Well, it was the second game in a row where a former Atlanta player took it to. Yeah, took it to Atlanta. Yeah, took it to Atlanta. Joseph Martinez as well, and Columbus and Orlando two two draw. DC United and Nashville one one draw. Miami two one victory over New England. Montreal they beat Toronto twice. They beat them in the U.S. Open Cup and then in Major League Soccer play. And then Montreal beat Toronto. Yeah, Montreal beat Toronto. Oh, okay. Twice. Uh, But in MLS play, it was two nothing. And then they had some. Yeah, Montreal rebounded off the bottom. Yeah, but they didn't sign a, a Mexican striker, so maybe that oh, doesn't play across. All yeah, maybe you have to work on that theory. <laughs> the Red Bulls beat NYCFC, FC, FC, one to nothing. And you want to talk about a team that did not replace goals? Yeah, I saw a thing. New NYC. York City, yeah. they had they lost three players that scored like thirty one goals last season, and they haven't replaced it. So yeah. So talking about angst, and well, then and the Red Bulls lost their coach. So usually you play really well the game after, you lose your coach. So yeah. they lost their coach. This Austin time. lost late, like in the eighty eighth minute to FC Dallas. Jesus Which is Ferreira funny. with a late a pretty goal. Good goal. Yeah, and Napoli is supposedly looking at Ferreira. Good, get him out of here yeah. so we can beat Dallas again. Yeah, he kind of has our number too. 
Houston lost to Seattle one nothing. Kansas City, like we talked about, three over three zero victory over Minnesota, and Philly beat the Crapids and Portland. Our next play next opponent bounced back with a three one victory over Vancouver. So Wednesday we have Portland here at home, seven thirty p.m. It's so funny, Vancouver at home is really good. They've only lost to us at home, and that was the season opener, but. Uh, away there i mean portland is very close to uh vancouver and yet they can't win in seattle or portland but when they get them at home they do just fine it's it's strange to me yeah so that was the scores and now it's time for what you've been waiting for the come oh, you, on crawley update you got the la san jose in oh there. what two, no one. two one la oh, that was Galaxy. on sunday i didn't get that yeah. one in there pulling up off the bottom and like i said the come on crawley update we made it Whew, skin of our teeth like you do. Three points, uh, even though we lost the last game of the season. Remember at the first of the year when you were talking about taking the league and possible promotion? Remember that? I wasn't talking about that as much as other people. The new owners were the like. The wag me people. The wag me people. They had a tweet out as, what if we go undefeated? Do we skip League One and go right to the championship? And Wow. And that, uh, the new owners don't really didn't really understand the culture. And they did a lot of dumb things that really um, did not go over well with everybody in the country and everybody in League Two. And watching the season, you could kind of tell that uh, they weren't getting the calls. And there were some like, oh, people are not happy with these guys. And, uh, of course, they they were their own worst enemies. But we did end up... um, not avoiding relegation, and Rochdale and Hartlepool, they get to go play in the National League next year. And we get to enjoy the circus when it comes to town, when Wrexham and Knotts County show up in League Two because Knotts County fought their way through the playoff and they're being promoted out of the National League as well. That was amazing. Both teams over 100 points. That's that's crazy. Both teams breaking the previous record in the EFL for most points in a season, which had been held by Crawley Town when they were promoted out of the National League. Yeah, in fact, an article came out this week that uh, the Wrexham guys almost bought Hartapool because he thought Deadpool, Hartapool, this uh, is meant to be, right? Oh, yeah. So they went to Hartapool and said, hey, and they couldn't agree on a price. And so they went to Wrexham and bought that one. Yeah, Wrexham has more more history, though. So I think yeah, it's a better I think it's a better fit for what they yeah. were trying to do. And it so, worked out, but Hartlepool fans this week were like, wait, what? Now we're going <laughs> down and they're going up? Oh. Yeah. yeah. See, it's crazy, though, because, like, Wrexham has the ability to, like, totally just do one season in that league and get promoted right away. It's going to be tough to – it's going to be tough. But I'm glad Crawley gets a chance at Wrexham. I, I do, at too. Least two oh, I'm, I'm going to ride that wave. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna be like, Can't oh wait. no! We'll we'll welcome it into a league two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it is uh, league two is tough league, and it's better than the national league, obviously. Well, they have financial backing. Yeah, and Wrexham, and they don't have a salary cap necessarily. You know, they got the financial fair play. Well, now now they can get some foreign players. Yeah, they can get international players, and they don't need to spend that much because of marketing. Well, hopefully. Um, and now 
everybody wants to play for them so they can actually reduce their salaries a touch because Absolutely. they can get away with it now. Yeah. I mean, if you can get Ben Foster out of retirement, well, there you have... We're supposed to be talking about crawling. Oh, sorry. You guys, oh, sorry. You we guys changed. can talk about... We're talking about oh. Rex. So. You guys are the bandwagon <laughs> guys. Oh, no, so we're I can not. See why no, we're not a bandwagon. No, Rex. We're not I've been a Rexham fan my entire life. Okay. <laughs> My entire <laughs> life, I've been a Wrexham fan. Yeah, the Ooh. last 10, 15 minutes. No, man. I've loved them forever. For six <laughs> months, at least. You know, it was just after American owners came in, <laughs> I was like, finally, my team can rise. Finally. My boy, Rob McElhaney, is <laughs> yeah. finally getting his team. It's <laughs> always sunny on the good side. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your entire life. Just like all of these fans, that Why all these you? Americans have been Leeds fans for weeks and weeks and weeks. Right, yeah. Why don't you wag me out of the league, too? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how they do in the offseason. They've kind of gone uh, silent. They haven't tweeted as much. They haven't said anything. But I, I guess when you're getting death threats from the, the fans of your club, that's probably, you're probably not being most open well, it's kind of like, it's it kind of like the Glazers menu. Hopefully, they can turn it around. I think it's they've hopefully maybe they've learned their lesson. They want to be more of team players, move forward, pick up some players, and build from this last season because they do have some really good players. Dom Telford kind of held the team together. Um, Jack Powell was a, voted the Player of the Year, great player. And you know, if they get their goalie to turn around, Corey Adai, he finished strong. Then well. Um, there we'll was see. a there was a uh, one of the guys who commentates the um, EPL league. He said it really well. So like when Southampton got regulated, he was talking about regulated or, regulators uh, mount up regulators <laughs> um, relegated. Um, he was saying that you know Southampton's plan was to you know buy younger players and build from that. And he goes in the Premier League in this league you you don't play for the future. You play for the now. And I think your team is struggling from that. Because I think they brought in the American way, which is, oh, we have time. Let's get rid of some people that you know won't be good in two years and rebuild. And that's the that's what happens. That's what you do in basketball. Yeah, right? that's the repercussions. The guy that won't be good in two years, you get rid of him now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why the NBA is as weird as it is. Getting rid of those contracts. The NBA has guaranteed guaranteed contracts. Contract. Yeah. So yeah, no. Well, that's, if you want to buy a team and you want to. Um, have a plan on how not to do it yeah just follow the wag me right and if you want a, a plan on how to do it do it like arsenal did like they rebuilt but they rebuilt on the fly with their youth and almost all of their attacking players except gabriel jesus are young guys right shock is not young but he's 35 i think but everybody else on that team is very young yeah, and, so th- and they they took second in this. Well, we're assuming they're going to take second <laughs> because Man City still has three games it's to play great, and a four point lead. So it's a great plan if you almost want to win the Premier League every year. <laughs> yeah, right. It's way better than almost getting dropped from the National League. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, you were so far ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got they they were so far ahead. It was like it was dominance, right? And then like. And then just totally flip flop. Even at, I mean, on the Brighton game, like to be fair, it was zero zero going into like the 60th minute or something. Like it wasn't a blowout. They got three goals late. Brighton did on, yeah. at the weekend, and so it pretty much cemented. 
Arsenal's second place. Kinda I like, mean, they could drop 20 more points and be Newcastle third place. Okay, not quite 20, but Man United's right there in fourth it's place. It's kind of like Real Salt Lake last points. season, right? You know, but like, you can't say that's a bad season in the Premier League, right? No, For Man U to no, take fourth and, and... Not after what Man U went through. Yeah, Man, right. Man U went through a whole different thing. But Arsenal kind of reminds me of Real Salt Lake last season, right? They have a great start. They're young. They get up to sec- first place or second place, and they and they realize, oh my gosh, we this don't belong hard. here. <laughs> this we is don't belong hard. here. Yeah, we gotta and, keep doing it. And uh, they kind of got in their heads and right yeah. Now. Last year they they kind of ended uh, weekly. Uh, that's kind of like Arsenal. They got to but a they point did well where, this year where the pressure got to them. They're a young team, and there was uh, a couple of weeks ago there was a stretch where they. Tie, they had three, tie, tie. three draws in a row. Yeah, and those were all against not great teams. That was the season right there. That was yeah. they gave away their title right there. Yeah, and then it cemented it in at the weekend, losing three out of Brighton. And then you know if you're if you don't have to follow the the rules and yeah, and, you can just break the fair play rules and yeah, spend and, money wherever you want and get early Holland. Then yeah, and you, you can and take the league, not job. facing any punishment. Then yeah, yeah. champions. Thanks, Cheater champions. FIFA. Cheater champions. I think it's the. Premier oh, did you League. know FIFA is not going to be the game anymore? No. Yeah, it's going to be FC now. So because FIFA's really. contract, where you know it's EA Sports it FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, it ends twenty twenty three. So twenty twenty four, it's now going to be EA Sports FC. Yeah. So there's no wow. FIFA World Cup in that game anymore. Oh. So wow. if you're a FIFA fan. So tragedy. No more winning the World Cup with Man United, huh? Nope. Or Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually AFC Richmond. <laughs> I wonder if you can you play with AFC yeah. Richmond? AFC Richmond's there. The they game. made it. Mm-hmm. Wow, the fake club of but, Richmond. Yeah, yeah. but also Wrexham. Wrexham is also on there. Yeah, did you know that? Wow, Wrexham's on the rest of the world. Yeah, nice. Crowley's not though. That's so weird. Oh, I think they're in there. I don't play. Oh, they are. That. They are in there. A lot of bronzes though. Not many silvers or golds. <laughs> <laughs> so <kidding>. RSL three <laughs> of lost to LAFC. No surprise. No surprise there. But a good uh, fight. Good fight. Lots of lots and lots of work to do. I, I, fans have every right to be frustrated with the team. So listen, follow. And we're doing a giveaway, so watch our social media. We Yeah, we got a great giveaway coming up. Thank you to the RSL team store, Jennifer, the new, the new uh, person in charge there, taking over for Thomas, who moved on. And we're excited to continue that partnership with some of our favorite people. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, Good stuff. Like we said, follow us online. Raid, we have a jersey. And, this is uh, a jersey giveaway. It's the we, blue one. So follow us on social media, and you'll see that giveaway coming up very, very soon, plus others. And we got another watch party coming up. Uh, we'll be down there. Saturday. Saturday against Colorado, giving away some prizes. Sweet. So All thanks right. for listening. And I will say, whose grandkid is that? Ah! Uh-huh. See ya. Bye.